Welcome to The Dental Brief, the world's direct, right-to-the-point podcast produced to get you the information you need to learn and grow your practice. To learn more about our guests and find links to information discussed on our show, visit our website, dentalbrief.com. On to today's episode. Hello, everyone. Uh, I've got a special episode today of The Dental Brief. Uh, We're going to talk about payroll taxes um, and some of the changes that are going on and the options that you have out there. Um, so let me introduce my guest. I have with me, um, Luke Gein. Luke, go ahead and say hello. Hey, thanks for having me on the show, Patrick. Yeah. Thanks for coming back, Luke. For those of you that do not know, Luke is a certified public accountant. Um, he is the founder of Gein & Co. Um, they are based out of Colorado Springs, but work with people nationally. Um, Luke works with uh, dental and medical uh, practices specifically, so he's an expert in this area. And Luke, the reason why I wanted to have you on uh, here today is because questions are starting to pop up with uh, payroll taxes and uh, withholding payroll taxes and some of the changes with a new executive order that's come out. Um, so could you tell us a little bit about this order and, and uh, what it looks like and uh, what it means? Yeah, sure. This was an order that was released in early August, but really uh, takes takes place September 1st. And essentially, it's a payroll tax deferral for employees. So employers uh, may realize that the payroll taxes that are withheld, which are the Social Security and Medicare taxes, they're also called FICA taxes, are shared by the employer and the employee. So the employer pays half as part of the expense of having the employee, and the employee pays half as part of just it being withheld from their paycheck. So the idea behind this is that the employee portion of that payroll tax can get deferred. In other words, the employer would not hold it from their paycheck so that the employee essentially goes home with more cash in their paycheck. And then the open-ended part of it is, hey, this may, you know, right now it'll have to be start being paid back as of January 1st. So basically the employee's portion of those taxes is no longer withheld from the check, which means it would be become in their net check, right? So their, their actual paycheck would go up or would appear to go up, Correct. Right. The point of this is to put more money in the employee's pocket. So, I mean, it's it's a cash flow move. It's it's designed to put more cash in people's pockets so that they come home with more. And the only way to do that instead of raising wages or something like that is to say we're going to withhold less tax. So, yes, the employee would go home with less tax, although it's not forgiven. Um, right now, it's scheduled to be paid back, although they did leave the door open and said that they will actually try to find a way to get it, uh, this forgiven, but there's no guarantee of that because that's something Congress would have to do. Sure. So forgiven in the, like a, a tax credit or something like that potentially in the future. Yeah, it probably, it probably wouldn't come in the form of a tax credit. It would just like the payroll protection program where it would just be flat out forgiven and not paid back, whether or not that would be taxable or not. You know, the IRS would say one thing and perhaps Congress another, uh, but that that's all speculative because right now it will just be paid back. So it's really just a deferral. What about the employer's portion of that? Is that being, can that be deferred to, or do they still have to pay their portion right now? No, they have to pay their portion. This is strictly to benefit the employee. I mean, the idea is to incentivize people who already are working and to put money into their pocket, which I think is a positive thing. So this is not, this is different from the program where they would just send out checks to people but sure. um, this is for the for the folks who are working, we're going to reduce their taxes temporarily and defer it into next year and maybe even try to find a way to forgive that deferral. Um, so for someone making twenty five, thirty five, forty five thousand dollars a year, an employee in that that 
that bracket area, what are they looking at? Maybe a hundred, two hundred dollars per month, potentially an extra money in their paycheck, net money. Well, I calculate this just so we can start from the maximum and go from there because this <clears throat> fades out once you've made more than one hundred four thousand dollars. So okay. the idea is anybody making you know more than four thousand dollars by monthly uh, is th- th- then it doesn't count. And uh, they didn't say whether or not they would defer taxes up to that point, but not over that probably they would, but they didn't say. Um, so maximum amount, if someone made 104 grand, the equivalent of there'd be about $26,000 in wages left in the year. And there's the employee portion of the FICA taxes and, and or the social security and Medicare taxes are 7.65%. So the maximum amount for anybody would be $1,989 or, you know, give or take. Um, so if you don't make 104, you can kind of work your way back from there as to how much this would benefit you. Got it. So basically the maximum, we're talking about $1,000 between now and the end of the year. Well, it'll be too, close to $2,000 for somebody making hundred, the equivalent of 104000 But if you make half of that, yeah, you could cut that in half. So Got it. it's not life-changing money, but it's great for the holidays. And you know, the idea is to make people's life easier. Now, if you have to turn around and then you owe $2,000 uh, starting January 1st, doesn't feel quite as good. Um, sure. I think they're making an effort, though. So basically, this could this could potentially be a loan to the employees from the IRS, where in the future they have to pay them back. Um, so they have a tax debt, and if you know people are struggling to begin with, um, this could certainly be a huge uh, anchor around their neck. Yes. Well, yeah, it's like anything else. It's great when you get the benefit, and then you forget that you paid it, and then then it feels like a burden. Sure. Um, that's common for people. Uh, it's. But there's all different types of person personalities out there. Some people will see it as a benefit and they'll mentally make note that they're going to have to pay it back. And it just puts more, it's like a tax-free, it's like a loan in some ways. Um, hopefully it'll get deferred, but there's there's just no way to know, especially with this being an election year. So one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on to talk about this is one, because I, I have a very limited understanding of it, uh, especially compared to an expert like yourself. Um, but I have a concern that, you're going to have practices that may opt in to this program, right? And not withhold these taxes or, or, or force their employees to withhold these taxes. And you're going to have practices who are not. And then employees are going to start to talk. And then I, I worry that some employees out there are going to think that their employer um, is not um, is keeping money or is somehow not giving them a benefit. This has happened with the PPP loans mm-hmm. um, where, you know, uh, team members and uh, employees thought, hey, I'm being taken advantage of this. Somehow this PPP loan should be coming directly to me and my paycheck. Um, so I'm a little concerned about that. So how would you how would you or would you recommend that um, that dentists talk about their staff with this and, and give them the option of opting in or opting out of this program? Obviously, if their their payroll company allows that. Yeah, there, there's, I, I'll provide some advice. I mean, it's like anything else. It, there's there's not absolute clarity. You got to use some professional judgment here because uh, they, they they gave this announcement and because of the short time frame of it, there's all kinds of unanswered questions such as what if I with, withhold this or defer these taxes and then some employee leaves before the end of the year, how, what am I supposed to do to pay it back? And the IRS says, make arrangements to, to collect it from the employee. Well, how are you supposed to do that? So right. that's just one example of there will be problems with this and, and nobody has an exact answer for all this. That being said, I don't see how an employer can just 
prohibit their employees from participating in this and just saying, we're not going to deal with this. This doesn't make any sense. I don't think you can do that. I think you have to give your employees the option. Um, now, I, I would say have a have a meeting. Now, this depends on how many employees you have, but for a dental office, it should be relatively doable to have a group meeting, whether in person or by video, and say, what do people want to do here? And if, if nobody in the company cares about the payroll tax deferral, uh, then it's probably not worth doing. Um, but I don't think that people should be pressured into not caring. If it's something they want, they have a right to participate. And you got to help them participate. And so I'd say work with your payroll company. And this is a good chance for me to soapbox about why people should be using a payroll company, not doing their own payroll or having their CPA do it. Yeah. So uh, why don't you tell us that? Why why should uh, someone use a, pay- a payroll company? Well, it, it's payroll companies do payroll better, faster, and cheaper. They um, often let you leverage into all kinds of other benefits. We happen to use ADP. There's a lot of good payroll companies out there, but I've now outsourced all my uh, you know, workman's comp benefits, health insurance, all that's ADP, and we get group health rates. It's great. So it, it, it greatly uh, reduces the complexity of things uh, for for somebody who's not a CPA and, and they have maybe a CPA or a bookkeeper doing their CPA, their, their payroll. They're really stuck to that person. Like if there's a problem, it's hard to leave that person because that person's doing payroll payroll's got to be run in three days, you know, type of thing. So it makes you, uh, makes your payroll and and all your accounting portable and you're going to get a much better solution. Also, if there's an issue and there's a mistake that's made by the payroll company, the payroll company will take on the liability of that. Whereas a CPA or bookkeeper will not. Got it. Makes sense. This is great information. Um, folks, uh, you know, Luke has a book out. You can check out on his website, um, I believe he offers it for free with a consultation. And visit the website. It's uh, dentist. That's d e n t i s t c p a firm dot com. Um, I'm sure you can make yourself available for for more uh, for any questions um, or help in these areas. Uh, Luke, I really appreciate you coming on the show and explaining this to us today. You got it. Thanks, Patrick. I appreciate it. Yeah, come back soon and uh, take care. Take care. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. Did you know you can weigh in on today's topic on Facebook? Search The Dental Brief on Facebook or visit our website, dentalbrief.com, and just follow the link. We look forward to having you join us again on another episode of The Dental Brief.